Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. Commercial property. If you're buying commercial property, what are some of the things you should be aware of and you should be thinking about? The first one is the, uh, the option to tax, which basically is if you are buying a company, or sorry, a company, if you are buying commercial property, is there VAT on the transaction? So if the previous person or the person selling to you or somebody uh, in the past opted to tax, that basically generally means is they claimed back VAT on a refurb, generally speaking, uh, that's the, the main reason, uh, then they will have to charge VAT when they sell to you. Uh, so you. So you need to bear that in mind uh, as a consideration. If you're looking to buy the commercial property and you're looking to convert it into residential, uh, then what you can do is uh, you can complete a VAT 1614D and that tells the vendor it is your intention to convert to, from commercial to residential and they they may or may not accept your uh, VAT 1614D declaration. If they do accept it, that means you don't pay VAT on the transaction, uh, which is good for you for a number of reasons. The first one obviously is if you have to pay VAT on the transaction, you have to fund that. If you are, if you have a bridging loan, then you've got to obviously get additional uh, money from the bridging company. If you get finance from a high street bank, they'll then fund the VAT for you, usually for a three, four month period, but you've got to pay arrangement fees, you've got to pay interest, and then you've got to try and get the money back from HMRC, which isn't, isn't as easy as it may seem. Above and beyond that, uh, if you have to pay VAT on a transaction, then you pay stamp duty land tax on that figure too. So let's say you're buying a property for a commercial property for five hundred thousand pounds. If it has VAT on it, then the total uh, amount being paid is six hundred thousand pounds. You'll have to pay stamp duty land tax on the six hundred thousand pounds. Whereas if you're not paying the VAT, then you would only pay stamp duty land tax on the five hundred thousand pounds. So I hope that kind of makes sense. So there'll be a SDLT saving too. That's the first thing. The second thing is if you're buying commercial property, make sure you talk to a tax expert and you uh, look at how much you can claim by way of capital allowances. Lots of people miss out on capital allowances uh, and lots of solicitors and some accountants don't advise their clients about capital allowances. So make sure you think about that. If you're buying commercial property, sometimes it may be in a limited company, which therefore means you end up buying the shares of a limited company. If you're doing that, you'll need to carry out due diligence, which partly your accountant will do for you, partly your solicitor will do for you. So bear in mind the cost of doing that uh, and make sure you work with somebody who's kind of done that quite a few times. So go to a good corporate solicitor and a good uh, accountant who also has a tax team. Uh, but something which you should bear in mind is when you buy a property, so let's run with the example of the, the 500 grand. So you're paying 500,000 pounds for this commercial property. 
which is in a limited company. But when the person who actually bought the property initially or in the, in, in the company, let's say they, they bought it for 150,000 pounds. The value of that property in the limited company, the base cost will be 150 grand. So when you pay 500,000 pounds, you're not actually paying 500,000 pounds for the company. You're paying 500,000 pounds for the shares. Although in reality, of course, you're paying 500 grand because you're buying a property worth 500 grand, but you're not, if you buy the shares in a company, you're paying 500 grand for the shares. Now, let's say you've paid 500 grand for the shares, you bought the property, for, uh, and then in a year's time, you've done nothing to the property, and if you sell the property alone, so you, so you don't sell the shares, you sell the property alone, and you sell the property for 600,000 pounds. So somebody buys the property from you, but they say to you, I don't want to buy the shares in the company, I just want to, want to buy, the, buy the, the property. So they buy the property for 600 grand from you. In your mind, you might think, well, I paid 500 grand for it, I sold it for 600 grand, I made a 100 grand profit. That would be incorrect. You, you sold it for 600 grand, but the property was bought for 150 grand when it was initially bought by the company which therefore means you've now made a £450,000 gain. So you're going to have to pay a significant amount of tax. So I hope, and I know I've run through that quickly, and usually if you've ever seen me speak, I have a flip chart and I'll kind of go through the numbers in detail. So the point I'm trying to share with you is, if you are buying the shares of a company, make sure you factor in, in that the base cost of the property is going to be lower. What that means for you as a takeaway today is you want to try and reach some kind of a negotiation with the seller to say, hold on a minute, the value of the property is going to be less for me because when you bought it, you bought, you paid less for it than what it's worth now because you bought it say 20 years ago. So there's some kind of a negotiation to be had. Again, without complicating it, if you don't fully understand that point, uh, which I'm sure you don't, because I've run through it so quickly, uh, if you ever are buying a property in a limited company, uh, just have a little flag in your mind, as in speak to Shaz or speak to somebody else about the base cost uh, issue. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.